Are we rolling? Looks like it. Oh my god, it's in. <laughs> Sup, y'all? It's your boy Horace. Chilling here with my boy James. Uh, we're coming to you live from undisclosed location in the big city. We got stormy weather. Oh, yeah. Weather outside is frightful, but solidarity is so delightful. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sipping on some uh, Weggie's uh, cherry pomegranate seltzy, keeping it N.A. tonight. Um, James, I believe you're sipping on some coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just some, just a nice cold brew, you know. Do you, do you like your sugar with coffee and cream like the Beastie Boys? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I like espresso, but I, I don't know. For something about coffee, if I don't have enough cream and sugar in it, I just don't like it very much. Mm, that's hot. Yeah, but, you know, I, I guess I'm a loser, but, you know. Whatever. No, no, dude. Don't let people uh, coffee shame you. Like, people are like, oh, I only drink as big Hump would say, espresso, <laughs> or like black coffee, or I only do simple roast, or only Starbucks. Right, right. You know what? Drink whatever kind of drink you like, you know? Yeah. Like, don't let people shame you. I would I would definitely drink, like, just straight espresso. That shit's good. Ex-espresso. Espresso, yeah. <laughs> it's faster yeah. than even regular espresso. Yeah. <laughs> Puts you in express thing. mode. Yeah. Oh, that, you, you know. You can I, wear some express jeans <laughs> and go to Express Mart, which doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, what the fuck? I forgot about that. I forgot about that fucking place. Yeah. So, uh... What's on your mind tonight, James? Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Rubbing my hands like bird, man. Yeah, I know, like, because we've been going after the repugnant kins. I think it's time we start going after the the demoncrats, as we like to call them, because people yeah. think that we're a bunch of lib libs, but we're not. We're a bunch of socialists. Yeah, yeah, so. which is, yeah, which which means that I think I think I'm definitely want to talk about the the. The West Virginia troll himself, Joe Munchkin. Yeah, Joe Munchkin, aka Joe Mansion. Yeah, Joe Joe lives in a mansion. Mansion uh, paid for by Exxon <laughs> Mobil, uh, uh, allegedly. I uh, I mean you know whatever you ain't gonna it's fuck yeah. who cares yeah paid so for by do lobbyists you want to give some of the people a little background into Senator Munchkin. Yeah, he's he's essentially one of these he's essentially one of these uh so-called moderates. Edinos. Yeah, I I Democrat I would, in name only. Yeah, I would say that that's probably. But I but I I think he's more of like a There's this there's this contingency of Republicans who pretend not to be Republicans. Yeah. And he just happens to be the Democrat version. Mm -hmm. I think he's real similar to people like Susan Collins and all of them who pretend to be moderates, but then vote with the Republican Party most of the time. Uh, And like John Ratko. Yeah, exactly. As well. Yeah. I'm an independent. (laughs) Yeah. I'm an independent. I'm moderate. I'm just trying to. Be, I just want to yeah. seek compromise, and really, what they're doing is just pushing the Democrats more right than anything. Yeah, exactly. And they always dance like the Republicans call the tune. They yeah. set the tone and the agenda, and the Democrats always dance to their tune. Yeah. Oh no, we're not this. We're not that. Yeah. We can be tough on crime too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean that's exactly what happened in the in the Clinton era. Yeah, right? and then they turn around and they still call you a socialist. Yeah, like, yeah, they they want to they want they 
the Democrats are eager to play the game, but the Republicans aren't playing that game at all. I, I, I started, and I think people like Joe Manchin are some of the are, are essentially the one of the biggest problems because. I think they get off on being in the spotlight for being Mr. and Mrs. Fucking yeah, he wants attention. He's the swing vote. You yeah. know, you have to please him. Yeah. I mean, essentially... He right gets to now, go on TV and talk to Dana Bash and Jake Tapper yep. and yeah, speaking George of, Stephanopoulos. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brian Seltzer. <laughs> Brian Seltzer. I know that's his name. Uh, the... Um, Ratko's been doing that too. He's he he's been on Fox News a lot. Really? Yeah, I I, I was seeing him. I was seeing him at the gym, and I'd go to the gym. I'd see him at on Damn. Fox News so once. When you're at the game and you're getting ripped at yeah. the game, you're like Ratko, Ratko, <laughs> as you're doing reps. Well, I it's funny because I actually try my best. That's to hot. Like, yeah, <laughs> I try my best to put because they have like support beams. Yeah. And if you get it, and if I get just the right machine, I can get a support beam in front of the Fox News TV so I don't have to like look at it. I like to see what they're saying though. Yeah, and it doesn't work. But, yeah. but I try. I mean, mostly for me it's because I have like ADHD and it's like a distraction mm-hmm. and I can't get it out of my head if I don't so like, you know. But I but I do see, you know, I I do see I I am interested still in what they're saying and, you know, what they're choosing to cover and what not to cover Mm -hmm. and it's uh yeah because ratco if you notice now he's got a primary challenger and he might have another one i know the conservative party of uh, new york state they refused to endorse him yeah um because they're mad because he voted to impeach trump which i don't give him any credit for that i think it's too little too late and he he knew the senate wouldn't convict Mm -hmm. so it was just like again ratco is trying to play where yeah. he can say, "Well, I voted to impeach him," right. but you knew he wouldn't get impeached. Yeah. Um, so he's trying to be like tough. Like I, I got a um, a leaflet from him. You know how they send out mail and stuff, and that's on our dime too. All the yeah. oh, to let us know what we're doing in our district. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was something about like he was like standing at the border trying to look all tough. Like, yeah, I'm getting tough on the immigrants. It's like, what the fuck do you have to do with the Southwest or any of that shit? Yeah. Like. This is upstate New York. Like, yeah. I mean, we have a border with Canada. Yeah. He's but tough, on, tough on the Canadian border. Like, it's stupid. Like, he's Which, trying to, like, go to the right because he's got a primary challenger and he's trying to be, like, tough and cool. Yeah. And also, allegedly, I got this from a good source that uh, Rat, Ratco, like, you know, you see him out, he's going on these, like, motorcycle runs and he's this big bed yeah. biker guy. He borrowed. He borrows those bikes. <laughs> of course, those aren't so. his bikes. He's a weekend warrior. So all Not you either. bikers for Trump that love this guy, he's playing you guys for a bunch of suckers. Yeah, yeah. That that's it's funny you mentioned that because I, I I guess seeing him on Fox News, I just assumed well he's a Republican. But you're right. Like the fact that he's got primary challengers now, he does seem like he's trying to like boost his conser- conservative creds or something. Mm-hmm. You know. Because he got in some hot water over, you know, pretending to be a moderate and voting to impeach and stuff like that. Which is funny because you have in a district close here, Elise Stefanik, who is the polar opposite, who basically just jumped all in. She hitched her wagon to Trump. I mean, she was a Bush conservative. She's just, it's just, I think for her, it's just like whoever's in power, I'm going to play whatever tune they want to play. Sure. 
you yeah. know, and they love power and, you know, I'm not going to play this both sides game because it's really not, I don't yeah. think it's a false equivalency, but yeah, yeah. she's the same way. Yeah, yeah. And, and now she's like, what, number two or three in the house because of that? Yeah. They've ousted Liz uh, Cheney, mm-hmm. who I still don't like. I don't like you. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, you know, the fact that they do one thing that seems pretty much correct. Is, yeah. It's like, well, it's probably just what you should have done. Like, no pats on the back for that. You know what I mean? And that's the thing with, and that's the thing with, with Joe Manchin, too. I think it's, for them, these are people who just really enjoy power in the spotlight because like you know who's the other senator from west virginia no <laughs> you know idea. what i mean yeah i mean i mean a lot of people wouldn't even know i mean i know it them, used to be uh robert bird who was like a grand wizard of the wow he wasn't he wasn't KKK. That, yeah. and he was also a democrat too <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean, there's there's some nuance, but yeah, yeah. He, he, I think he was just in the case. I, I mean, mean, that's like a talking know. point they love to use. Yeah, 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 yeah. They love to. He was also. To, I remember in his last days, he was also like a walking corpse, as a lot yeah. of senators tend to be in their oh last days, God. like uh, Orrin Hatch mm-hmm. or uh, Chuck uh, Grassley. I mean, like these dudes are. Yeah. I mean, even Chuck Schumer right now. I mean, he's old as shit now. I mean, I mean Joe Biden is old as fuck. I think Chuck's still with it though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's 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 still got it. he's still sharp as attack and everything, but yeah. he's he's looking a lot older, you know. What yeah, I mean? I'm not saying I fuck with him. Yeah, but I'm just saying I think he's still with it. He seems oh, yeah. pretty aware of what's going on. Sleepy Joe, not to play into these repugnant can, no. conspiracy theories. He's he's lost a step or two. Oh yeah. If you look at footage of him from like the vice president Anita Hill hearings and stuff oh, like right. that, which he's a, he's a scumbag for that. Yeah, big time. But and then to even yeah even to when he was VP to now he's there's something he's he's got a few uh, marbles that are not there yeah. anymore he's definitely he's definitely <clears throat> slower man and, and it has nothing to do with age because you got people like Ed Markey mm-hmm. the senator out of uh, Massachusetts he's as sharp as attack great yeah. progressive i think he's amazing yeah bernie of course so it's like not like an age thing it's just like yeah a competency thing yeah i mean and i i think i think there is something to be said about age though it's like when you look at like in in your daily life right when you say say how many people are you know retired and whatnot right? yeah like fucking old well i mean geez you know yeah. how many how many people you know there's a lot of jobs where you'd say okay well you know, good job, but you're eighty something now. You probably shouldn't be. Time handling. to step back and let the young bucks right take the reins. Right, and it's like, but in American politics, for some reason, we've determined that you have to be old as shit, or yeah. you know, to do to do anything, which is weird because, like, you know, Ronald Reagan for was the oldest president for scumbag. A time. Yep, and criminal. Then, and then the oldest president ever elected was Donald Trump. And then it was Joe Biden. Yeah. It's like it's sleepy like, Joe. Yeah. It's like, well, what, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why are we doing this? Like, like we don't, they don't have to be it's like, you can have experience and not be ancient. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and it's clearly leading to issues because clearly Donald Trump is fucked up in the head. Yeah. And, and age has something to do with it. And allegedly maybe some, uh, white powders in like the 80s oh, allegedly Jesus. you kidding me yeah he did so that dude that dude has done so many he drugs. claims to be a teetotaler but i've many people Fuck are saying that. 
Yeah, too many totally. people are saying he was not. Listen, when you're willing, like when that. you're when you're willing to shell out cash to have sex with porn stars, you are not a teetotaler. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you're de- raw dogging. I know. <laughs> I won't drink a beer, but I'm gonna raw dog a complete stranger. <laughs> yeah, while my wife has a child. I don't, yeah. yeah, I mean that is definitely going. That is definitely not the teetotaler. Uh, you he any. Yeah. But you know what? At the same time, I'm a sex positive guy. Oh sure. But I just hate the hypocrisy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying the likelihood. Yeah. The likelihood of those two things being yeah. like same, being in the same person are very unlikely. You know oh what yeah. I mean, like it's 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 not it's it's not very. It's not common for somebody to be, you know, kind of, I mean, because that's kind of an extreme thing to do sexually in a certain sense, right? Like, yeah. You know, it's just like, if you're willing to be kind of risky in that aspect, being like, oh, I would never drink beer. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Well, I, I know his know. brother was like a drunk and he, I think he killed himself or something. Or, I, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't he know. He was just a big drunk. That. You could never please their father or something. Yeah. Like that. Well, I mean, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> they they clearly all have some sort of daddy issues. Mm-hmm. But like to to like go back to the olds. Like I'm not saying like old people aren't disqualified, but sure. like if you look at like the age of like a senator, the average age, it's like so skewed towards like the 70s and yeah. high 60s and it's just like of course you should have a good mix of Ages, ethnicities, mm-hmm. genders, yeah. creeds, like the band, <laughs> and I think the way the Senate is—it's just like people over seventy. It's way too many of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, it's obviously going to skew a little bit older in that in that field. It's you know, it's partly the profession. You're going to have mostly lawyers because you know. Who's going to deal with laws more than a lawyer? So. Kill the lawyer! <laughs> yeah. <from Hook. laughs> I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, and, I, and I think that, like, so obviously you're going to have a skew towards somewhat older. But it's like, it's like, man, like, no wonder they don't give any shits about problems that are facing our generation mm-hmm. or, 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 you know. But the then again, you before. got, like motherfuckers like ed uh, markey who i keep going back yeah. to who are like with it like he's yeah. down with like the squad and stuff mm-hmm. he's very progressive he took on a kennedy and won yeah joe kennedy fuck you we don't like you yeah fuck that guy no more uh clintons or kennedys or yeah no dynasty and it's bullshit no political bushes anymore like go fuck go home yeah you win. I, I yeah. want to make one more point, and then we got to go back to Joe Munchkin. But George P. Bush, mm-hmm. who is Jeb's son, okay. I don't know if you, I don't know if you heard this. No, but he's running for some kind of office somewhere, and he was trying to suck up to Trump. Really? For an endorsement, and uh. Trump just endorsed somebody else. <laughs> like. <laughs> You know, like oh, he man. he went after your dad and like your uncle oh, yeah. and like your whole family and like you still kiss this guy's ass yeah and then he doesn't even support you like you're a fucking punk yeah yeah that's, I mean like, that's you, that's what's his name you I, suck Ted Cruz you know what I mean well Trump at least Trump supports Lion Ted well yeah you know yeah, what I mean that's true yeah at least he got the endorsement yeah you know? but that's what I mean like you know he spent rightfully so he spent the primary shitting on Trump and Donald Trump would say shit like, you know, his wife's ugly and his dad shot assassinated Kennedy. Kennedy. Like, holy shit. The yeah. kind of like off the wall, horrible shit. 
and then oh he gets elected president and he's just like he's just slobbering all over trump's yeah. balls it's like it's Power. like that's pathetic man that yeah. is pathetic like come on you don't have like i'm not I, you know obviously if he's but wait you know, democrats do the same thing i yeah, i don't think so i, I mean I, I i don't know i there's I guess. there's a difference between like respectfully disagreeing with someone yeah. and like running a campaign and like yeah you're gonna get into like arguments and stuff but yeah. just like the vitriol and the pettiness that mm. came from the Trump campaign was just like something that you can't forgive. Yeah. And it, it, it was, and he doesn't even yeah. believe what you believe in. No, it, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't believe in anything. I think there's a lot of guy. I think there's a lot of guys like that though. Yeah. Like it's, it's sort of like, it sort of made me think differently about politics, seeing all of this stuff, ha- all, you know, the kind of Trump era play out. It's more of like a feeling and like a resentment and a rage that he has that people somehow identify with. Yeah. Like they're mad, but they don't know what they're mad about or they're mad about the wrong things. Yeah. They're, they're, they're mad at the very easy to point out things that don't, that seem simple, but aren't. Yeah. Like there was a guy in front of me at Burn Dairy and he was buying beer with his food stamps. Yeah. That's fucking bullshit. Right. Which is like, was he, did he? Yeah. You know what I mean? Who cares? Like, yeah, because and that's why don't you mind your own fucking business? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like you hear all these stories about like people on food stamps buying four million tons of groceries yeah. and steaks and shit, and it's like, it's oh like, yeah, I, it's like, well, it's like, have you ever been on food stamps? Because if you have, I'm pretty sure you, you know, you wouldn't be able to afford that kind of shit for very long. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like you clearly don't know what you're talking about. And then you're going out and saying, like, repeating a story you heard some guy tell you about some dude that he heard about, you know, some telephone. It's like an, it's based on uh, anecdotes, yeah, and not facts, yeah. And, and and but that's easier. That's like easier to campaign on, yeah. You know, than to say, well, if you look at the statistics, it shows that the overwhelming majority of people on food stamps do not abuse it. But it's easier to be like, there was a guy and he was buying drugs and blah, blah, blah. And he was selling his food stamps. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Imagine. Welfare queens. I'm imagining some guy going up to buy like Coke and he hands him the. He hands the dealer the fucking EBT card. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, I got, I got like, I got like a hundred bucks on this. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I, I get, I get so, I get, I get, I just get disillusioned with with politics in general, you know, because of that. I get disillusioned with. It's like, it's like there are people in, like you said, like like Marky, like Bernie Sanders, like the squad who are really doing their best to try and change things, and then you have like three motherfuckers like the turtle I mean, boy and then, and then the democrats one guy really yeah you have on the democrat side you have like one guy kirsten cinema too right but like but but like with him in particular it's like he's the one who gets the most attention yeah. for it and it's like it's like this this one weird looking dude from fucking west virginia is fucking up our country yeah you know what i mean like Could, the, house uh, can pa- the house can pass the bill and it's like, oh well, here's here's the, here's the thing: the Republicans have half the Senate, so we literally can't do anything unless we just force votes. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, we can't we can't we can't force these through. We can't do reconciliation because blah 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 blah. It's like no. Yeah. It's like oh, we gotta preserve. It's like no. 
Nobody, nobody on the other side is interested in preserving shit. Yeah, you know. So, so for all you folks at home that might not understand the political jargon, like reconciliation. So, like, there's these bullshit rules <clears throat> in the Senate. Yeah, that were established by a pro-slavery scumbag called John C. Calhoun back in like the 1830s, and he basically like made up all these myths and you know, bullshit theories about the Senate, about, oh, you know, we can't just have a simple majority. Like, we need to have 60 votes, and there needs to be overwhelming compromise and all this other bullshit. And he was basically trying to preserve slavery. Yeah. And so, like, all you people that love the filibuster and think it's great and it's this thing to preserve the minorities' rights and all this stuff, like, you can try to, like, go back and, like retroactively redefine things, but that's not what the filibuster was used for. Mm -hmm. Basically the filibuster is you get up and talk and you hold up bills and like, it just keeps going around. Yeah. Robin and they use it to stall and they say, Oh, well, you know, we need the filibuster because it makes both sides come together and no, it stops bills dead cold in their tracks. And it's yeah. only and it's been used almost exclusively throughout history to stop anything that would give rights to black people or mm-hmm. to women or to anything that would make the country better. Yeah. Yeah. And, the Floundering yeah. Fathers did not write anything about sixty votes in the Senate. They were all about simple majorities. Yeah. That's what they they were not about that. So don't come at me with your floundering yeah. fathers bullshit. Yeah. And even and even if like and even even if they did, I mean, I, I it's like it's like oh well, we need to have we need to make sure that there's compromise. It's like well, here's the thing: if you're gonna vote against the bill, just vote against. They it. got more people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like that's we don't believe you. You need more people, as Jay Z would say. Yeah, and if there's people who say, okay, well, you know, there there may be people in the middle who say, oh well, I think this needs to be more. Comp-. That's fine. If you can convince somebody to feel that way, that's fine. But like using the political process to stop what you don't want they're stalling they're obstructing well yeah and that's the thing you'll see the filibuster invoked way more you'll see it now you saw it in obama the obama the obama administration the obama years (laughs) the obama years that the republicans just launched that shit at any given point and it was like record numbers they did it so often that it was hard to get anything done. So yeah. it's like, even if you have a majority, unless you have some sort of super majority now, which, you know, we all know is difficult in the Senate because it's skewed to, you know, to that, to the Republican Especially the side. way everything's gerrymandered. Yeah. And well, you get yeah. bullshit states like Wyoming that get still get two senators. You know, they don't have... They don't have enough fucking people for a representative. <laughs> yeah, they have. They have. They have technically and, enough. <laughs> and to quote, to quote Bill Maher, why do we have two Dakotas? Yeah, <laughs> there should be one Dakota. That's it. <laughs> well, I mean, again, a lot of that, a lot of that stuff does end up going back to slavery. Yeah. You know? I mean, depending on what you're looking at. I mean, the shape of Texas is basically just like slavery. You know. The shape of Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas. Yeah. So many of these states are literally just like, okay, well, like, we kind of want to. We got free staters over here, so we're not going to include them. And yeah. yeah. So you have all these, you have all these states that are like bullshit, tiny, weird ass looking states, 
because you know slave owning states of the day were like well we can't we want this to be a slave state so that people are you know we have enough senate seats and it's like that 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 kind of mentality has been going on forever and it's all the kind of like imprints of that are still relevant today yeah you know uh, the electoral um, college, yeah. Where people are like, "Oh, it's it's great. It's the perfect tool, and it's blah blah blah." Like, yeah, no, it was designed so the two thirds compromise in the Constitution said that enslaved black people were two thirds of a person. Yeah, and you could count the enslaved population towards your electoral college vote. So in these southern states that had slavery. You had the millions of black people yeah. who didn't, couldn't vote, had no rights, mm-hmm. were property, yeah. but they counted towards the electoral vote for president, and it gave the slave states more power. That's what it yeah. was designed for. It was a compromise to give slave states more power. Yeah, yeah, and and what's and what's, that's yeah. what and that's what you fuck with. Like that's what you need to win the to win the presidency, and you say is part of a perfect system. Yeah. Right. Like you need to check yourself, which is funny because there was it's like in both ways, the white, the Southerners were overwhelmingly crushed as far as numbers by, you know, white Northerners yeah. and their own slaves. There were vastly more slaves than there were white slave owners. So they had to desperately keep all of this stuff intact to make sure that the black community and northerners couldn't tell them what to do quote unquote yeah exactly it's like well it's like it's not telling you what to do when we're telling you not to own slaves yeah not to own people yeah yeah but that that kind of that kind of thing continued for a long time including you know they just tore down that robert e lee statue fuck yeah yeah which is a scumbag a traitor yeah and that was put up. But if we had him now, he would have won Afghanistan in a few short years. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Trump actually said said that, folks. Oh, what a what a fucking moron. Yeah. No, but he's he know like he knows what he's doing. He's playing to that whole heritage not hate crowd. And yeah. Like yeah, we should. Yeah. You know. Well, that's and that's the thing. They they created that myth. In the late 1800s, at, yeah. well after the the war was over, when obviously. Reconstruction was over and white supremacy was coming back, and yeah. they were lynching people, and yeah, well, that particular statue in Richmond was put up by the governor of Virginia at the time, who was Robert E. Lee's grandson, who basically he's yeah, my he, grandpappy. <laughs> yeah, I think that's sort of like what he was kind of go, like going on, but what was interesting is that. There was actually somewhat of an alliance at the time between working class white people and black Southerners in in their like state legislature and stuff like really? that. Really? Yeah. And basically what happened was is that in an effort to kind of like make a community out of like the wealthy white people around the idea that um the the Confederacy was like this like chivalrous lost cause kind of thing yeah the they, they started, antebellum south yeah where everything was great until those lousy northerners came in and invaded us yeah they, they 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 started creating a mythology around what happened around the civil war and 
part of that was building these statues yeah that were that were like honoring these people as you know these genteel southern heroes and a lot of it was was so that they, they wanted black people to know their quote-unquote place in society yeah. And, it, and you know what? That's exactly why. They were meant you know. to intimidate and scare black people. Yeah. And it, and it clearly yeah. it clearly did its job because, you know, you had virulent segregation for the next 70 years. Yeah. Like this person yeah. fought a war and murdered people so that he could own you. Mm-hmm. And we're going to put him on a huge statue 20 feet in the air that yeah. you're going to have to walk by every single day. Yeah. And we're going to name your school after him. <clears throat> right. Right. Schools. I mean, all sorts yeah. of stuff. And... I find that fascinating because you still see like moderate Democrats of our parents' age, I guess, or, or, or older being like, well, you can't forget history. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's not yeah. what this is. Like we've said a million times, we're not, so you can remember history without glorifying it and building a monument to it. Yeah. Like, I don't think anyone would argue like, hey, we got to build a a statue of Adolf Hitler yeah. so in Auburn so we can remember World War II and all the history. Yeah. Like, no, you can read about it in a book. Yeah. Like, you don't need to have a statue to remember that. Yeah. And we're not erasing history. And it's actually, again, the gaslighters, the, the Republicans are the ones that aren't teaching history in schools and are actually making it more difficult for people to teach American history. Yeah. In school, they call oh the critical race theory. They have these little buzzwords that they like to that they like to cling on to, mm-hmm. like oh they're teaching critical race theory. Like no, they're teaching American history, and this yeah. shit happened. And if you're and you hear all these like anecdotes, like my kid was like oh he came home all sad. Well, I'm sorry that the truth hurts, little snowflake. You yeah. want to cry in your safe space? Yeah, you know that that is a baffling. It's like it's like oh my kid's upset. It's like good good there's a lot of things that are very upsetting about american history and it's like just because they're upsetting doesn't mean they don't need to be taught like do we want to do that again like why why would you not want to teach that it's like you you you're seeing it happen across a lot of places you've seen it happening across canada too where they're they're like you know the kind of history of how native americans have been treated as being wait they're trying to erase that up there no, I'm more saying like they're sort of the the history that's been sort of like kind of forgotten or suppressed yeah. is sort of like rebubbling to the surface mm-hmm. for at least for the you know white people. Yeah, because they discovered know. all those um, bodies of the dead uh, like a former uh, reservation school. I think that's what they called it, where they yeah. like they basically would take the kids off the reservation mm-hmm. and like force them into Christianity and they couldn't speak their native language and they couldn't wear their uh, native dress and they were going to quote unquote civilize the savages. Yeah. And like they basically fucked up an entire uh, generation of kids, turned them into like alcoholics, people with PTSD. Yeah. Fucked up. Yeah. And you, you see that across basically all native experience. Um, that they were forced to drop their language. A lot of native languages aren't spoken a whole lot anymore. Yeah, And, you know, it's, it's amazing that people are still are trying their best to kind of reinvigorate it, bring back the language and stuff like that. But it's hard to, it's hard, it's hard to do that once it's been mostly lost. You know yeah. what I mean? 
and that's that's their that was the kind of white way of just obliterating in in a, in a you know in a genocidal way it's like you either die or you just become like us yeah you know what i mean and, and there's one thing if like people want to assimilate that's cool or oh, whatever sure, yeah. but like if you're like forcing them to do it yeah i don't that's fucked up yeah yeah i i think that i think that you're seeing a lot of that kind of you're seeing a lot of people of our generation and especially of you know like gen z's yeah <laughs> they're they're especially they're gonna save the world man i don't know man i think they're pretty cool like you know i i see i see in a lot of cases when you see like they tend they tend to give like no shits about like just being like fuck you about that kind of stuff i think I mean? every generation thinks that they're like like i don't know like people like the boomers had woodstock and they were the yeah. hippies and the yippies and then <laughs> they're fucked up too they voted for reagan they voted for trump yeah gen x is going to be the same the millennials oh, were going to be the same yeah gen, gen x- z is going to be the same yeah, well, it's funny. You know, I I, I take a very cynical approach to all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I think I think I'm more. I mean, I definitely think that I'm more encouraged by the younger generation because I do see like certain things that even our generation, like when we go up to like you know when we grew up and you know being like you would be like oh you're you're gay like as a joke you know mm-hmm. like, oh yeah you know what i mean even that it's like it's it's a very different yeah a very they different are more accepting it. yeah you know when you see like you see gen z humor and like there's a lot of like you know a lot of the a lot of like dude like dude humor now does have an element where it's like it's like there's a little bit of gayness to it i don't know how to describe it yeah. maybe i'm just being a fucking moron but like hey. I, I, it definitely doesn't seem it definitely Who doesn't cares? seem as like it definitely doesn't seem they're like they're more sensitive. Like, yeah, it, it it doesn't seem as like it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like there's any anti-gay like a lot of anti-gay. Yeah, they're more accepting of like gay people. Yeah, and like I think definitely with racial boundaries there's a mm-hmm. lot less of a there's a lot less um I mean it's obviously still there but there is a lot less of like a more overt like racial overtone yeah, to a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because I think too like they kind of grew up where it was it was like becoming okay to be like openly gay and people weren't going to be like very hostile towards you yeah. in general i mean i know things still happen especially to trans women yeah but and like they grew up with a black president mm-hmm. and stuff like that so they're yeah. i mean yeah I, and I, i'm not trying to make the claim that it's like we're cured it's yeah. just like it's just like the slider has definitely moved a bit yeah you know what i mean where it's it's not it's not the same as when we were, even when we were. We but were also, school, but so. also, you see a lot of them like adopt that like oh girl boss mentality and like mm-hmm. neoliberal stuff where it's basically yeah. like capitalism's great. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. I, I as do think long that, as we got a black black guy in charge, it's cool. Yeah. Like, like no, like we need a, like you got to kind of dismantle capitalism a little bit or either heavily regulate it. Yeah. You so, know. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that they're I think that they're definitely a little more willing to be like I think because they've grown up with like the entirety of the internet at their t- fingertips. Yeah. I think they're a little I think I think a little more willing to be like on the extreme of that political spectrum. But I think that kind of I goes both so. ways. You yeah. know what I mean? I think people I think I think the internet has 
I think the internet has drawn people towards polarization a little bit. Yeah, because you know? it feeds the algorithm. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think that's true. I think it's. it's or does similar. the algorithm feed you? Red pill or blue pill? Oh the Matrix know. is coming back, man. It is. It yeah. is. I'm kind. Of, I'm kind of excited, but I'm also kind of not. But you know, uh, I'll go watch it. You know, because yeah. I, 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 I like watch it. It's like it's like when you watch the the first Matrix, you're like, it's sick. You're like, damn, this is the best shit ever. And then the second Matrix, it kind of like, sucked. Yeah, you were like, third oh, one yeah. was pretty shitty too. <laughs> you're like, mm-hmm. huh? Most of it was like that weird battle with like those uh, robot things, and the humans yeah. were in other robots. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. Yeah, but you know, I mean, <clears throat> what's interesting about that is it's you know, especially the first one was you're you're they they were before they transitioned, but both of the Wachowski siblings yeah are, are trans are mm-hmm. trans women yeah, and so it's like it's kind of fascinating to to watch that happen where they're coming back to it. I'm wondering how that's going to play into how what it, how it informs the movie yeah. Because obviously it was somewhat informing the movie in the first in the first movie in the first set in the first trilogy, I guess, because it's about a world where you have this like your real world self and then like your matrix self, and they're like different. It's like you your uh, it's like your avatar, bro. Yeah, actually, I guess the the one character named Switch was originally supposed to be male on in on the outside, but then when they were in the Matrix, they were supposed to be female. Who was Switch? The girl with blonde hair. Like okay, yeah, yeah. Hair. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I guess they... I guess It was too hot for to... TV then? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was too hot for TV or if they just thought it might be confusing. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Uh, because if you have like a different character in... like, I think they wanted to make They would sure have to wear like a name tag on their shirt. Like, I'm Switch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. As, so. Yeah. In case you couldn't tell by my name, I'm Switch. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I think that's possibly why they did it. and uh, But yeah, you can still see, like, you know. And is that, because uh, I saw the trailer, is that due to young Morpheus? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm, where's Larry Fishburne? And I guess he doesn't like it when you call him that. He doesn't, Larry. Like, he doesn't like being called Larry? Yeah. Because he, he used to go by Larry in all of his movies. Or yeah. I think it was before Boys in the Hood. He was Larry Fishburne. Hmm. Then he turned into Lawrence. But I've heard stories where somebody called him Larry at the airport and he got really mad. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, hey, you know what? That's not what yeah. you want. I used to, so <laughs> I I sort of have this problem where, you know, where you work, where you work in blue collar places. Mm-hmm. Undisclosed. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, where anyone works in a oh, blue collar yeah. place. Every blue collar place I've ever worked at. Basically, I say my name's James and they go, hey, Jim. Yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, I didn't say my name was Jim, bro. Like, you know what I mean? That's you know, that's funny because we 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 had a kid working with us, and he goes by James too. And when I'm and when we met him, we're like, he's he introduced himself as James. We're like, oh, you go by Jim? No, it's James. <laughs> like, all right, I respect that. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, I I did it because my my uh, I did it because my. My stepdad was goes by Jim. My dad goes by Jim. My grandfather is, is Big Jim. Jim, 
And you don't uh, mess around with Big Jim. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm Big Jim for the wrong reasons at this point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's saying he's got a big pecker, folks. Oh, <laughs> no, it's just my gut. <laughs> so like, so like, you know, when I was a kid, and I sort of also was like, when the teacher would call my name, they'd be like, "Oh, is James here?" I just yeah, kinda, whatever. So I, you know, I just kind of, I just went, I just rolled with it, and you know, for me, it was just kind of a way to be different than my my yeah, you know, my, more my, formal. My, yeah, and you know. I, I I like it. You know, there's never been a King Jim. You know what I That's mean? That's right. But what, what was you could have been that? Jimbo. I could have I could have been Jimbo. My uh my my dad gets called that sometimes. My my dad in Iowa he gets called Jimbo sometimes. And it's a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Well, people call me. Some people call me James Bo just because they don't know how to pronounce my. Oh name. yeah. You gotta put an I in there. Yeah. I, I, I used to get that. I used to say, you know, people would ask me what my name was on a plane, and I was like, oh, I'm James Bowie. And they're like, are you related to David Bowie? Like, hell yeah. <laughs> sometimes I would, sometimes just to, you know, because I was like a little kid, I was like, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but but uh, but eventually I had to start telling people, I'm like, that wasn't his real name. So yeah. It's, so so they, were like, they were like, oh, they're disappointed. But yeah. I know we're way off topic, but I want to keep oh, talking no. about the off topic stuff sorry uh, well, listeners about, uh, hey you know but what? it's, it's this, so, is, this is just this is just the boys man all right <laughs> so the guy who i'm assuming is young morpheus on the new matrix i'm pretty sure it's the same guy who was in the new candy man oh yeah have you seen that no i haven't seen the new candy man it's fucking I, sick i saw the old one i love the, the old, old one's ones. amazing yeah tony todd is awesome yeah hell yeah but Go see the new Candyman. Really, it's good. Yeah. I, I I was I saw it this weekend with my boy uh, Bushki. Nice. Shout out to uh, Bushki. <laughs> yeah. Well, how was um, how 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 did it how did it compare? Because I. Do you want me yeah. to spoil it a little bit? I mean, I mean, I saw the original. Is it is it is it? Different, so or? I'm not gonna spoil it too much, but spoiler alert. <laughs> so they they tie it into the original oh, yeah. film. Like, do you really want me to... I don't want to... I mean, you could probably guess it when you watch it anyway. Yeah, I mean... Like, you're a smart guy. Spoilers are cool. I don't know why people hate spoilers. I yeah. like spoilers. I read the plot before I went and saw it. Yeah, I mean, I, I rewatch <clears throat> it all the time, and yeah. so it's still cool. So, you don't find this out till later on in the movie, but there's so many clues anyway. So, it's... Remember the baby that she saves at the end? Mm-hmm. It's like him as a grown-up. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, how they did the... Uh, the new Blair Witch movie. Did you ever see that? No, but I would go see it. Yeah, I guess it wasn't very good, but it was just called Blair Witch, and I I think that was supposed to be like her, like her the girl's brother, the girl with the snot that's coming yeah. out of her nose. Yeah, okay. like her, her one someone like I'm so related, scared. someone related to her, like her goes niece out or and tries to find, yeah something like that goes out and try to find it goes I I. I I saw a lot of people saying it was terrible, so I didn't yeah. really see it. But my aunt was uh, murdered out here years ago. <laughs> yeah, the original one was the original one was was pretty pretty cool, man. If you if you ever if like, I think it's one of those movies where you kind of have to uh, you kind of have to like experience sort of the feeling that they had in order to get it. Yeah, like you have to like go in the woods and be spooked a little bit in real life and yeah. then you really get like what kind of and and I, I think, think you know a lot of people especially gen z yeah um like 
everything everything horror now seems to be like a found footage. Yeah. And Blair Witch, I don't know if they invented that, but they like yeah. popularized it and made it common. Yeah. So it was like when I think I saw that movie when I was like ten or eleven, mm-hmm. and it was like groundbreaking because it was like found footage and it was looked really shitty, but it was yeah. like it was it looked homemade. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It had like a cool quality to it. Yeah. No, I I, I think. I think that was definitely something that really attracted a lot of people to it because it felt a little more visceral and like they, yeah. I, they tried to play it off like it was real and shit. Yeah, and I thought it was real yeah, for a long time. For sure. I mean, especially when you know, I, I can't remember how old we were, but it, we, we were like ten or something like mm-hmm. that when it came out, and that and that was exactly what I was thinking. And it's funny because I don't know, I don't know what that movie was rated, but like very little happens in that movie. It was, I think it was R, but it was for. Uh... Language, language they swear a lot because yeah. they ba- like basically like one third of the movie is them like arguing in the woods. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like all build up, but it's like done so it's like so it's like really like awesomely done where it's like yeah. By the time you get to the end, because you know it's goes, coming. Yeah, like there's something in the woods. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah, and, the, and whether it be the, satanist humans or <laughs> an actual right. witch, right. Or yeah, is is it people fucking with them, or are they yeah. fucking with each other, or what's yeah. going on? Are they going crazy? And that was that was really one of my one of my one of the movies that really scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. That and did you ever watch your the uh, the TV movie version of It? Oh hell yeah! Hey there, Georgie. <laughs> yeah, we got balloons down here. I I, I got. That movie scared me for like a decade. Oh yeah, Tim uh, Curry as It. Yeah. Well, it was it was like, it, there were so many things in there where it's like it's clearly it's clear you know it's like there's that whole section where it's with kids. So when you're a kid, you sort of identify, you, mm-hmm. know, you know, oh, I've been bullied before, so that you know the bully fucking around with the kids. Yeah, you, you feel that. And then there's like, especially the scene where it's like he's coming out of the fucking like pipes in the uh, shower. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. where you're like where you're like and he's like it's like holy he shit. like. Comes out of the drain, but it's like a claymation thing. Yeah. And it like rips the kind of. It kind of looks like shit, but it also looks kind of yeah. awesome. And then he know? puts his like his chin on his fist, like he's gonna pose for like a picture. Yeah, he's like, yeah. hey there, Georgie. But it's not because he already killed uh, Georgie. Yeah. Well, yeah. He uh, and 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 the and there's a part where he's where like they're looking at a photo album. And it has like, and he sh- and he's doing like a circus trick, and he like jumps out of the photo. Yeah, well, the first thing that scary, like yeah, and like when you're a kid, like you relate to these things so much, and because you know it's like a bunch of kids looking at a photo album. And I'm stuff. gonna be scared now yeah. when I go home. Yeah, well, I, well, you know, I would sit down, I'd sit on the fucking couch, and would be watching it with my parents, and then it was just like, holy shit. Yeah, and like I would like I would like look at my closet. Like, is there a fucking clown in yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you got to be strong because he feeds off fear, bro. It's true. There's so many movies like that. It's the same exact thing with yeah. fucking uh, Freddy Krueger. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the same thing. You're like, nothing. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Or it's like the belief in them makes yeah. them stronger. That's, 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 that's done quite a bit. Also, like, why do people fuck with Freddy Krueger so much? Like, I don't know. I've seen people, they got, like, Freddy tattoos, and, like, there's all the Freddy memes, yeah. and, like, Freddy t-shirts. Like, he's a fucking pedophile. Yeah. And, like, you're rolling with this dude, and you got a tattoo of him? Yeah. Like, I like I almost, like, I mean, I, I can understand somebody liking the movies, right? But it's like, well, it's like, it's like, I don't know. 
Like it's like it's different from like Jason, who's just like a fucking like, psycho. He, well, he's he's just like a monster. Yeah. Right. He's like he's like a brainless monster with a machete. Yeah. But he but know? he didn't rape kids. Right. Yeah. I mean, he mostly just chopped. I'm not up. saying what he did was okay, but like there's <laughs> yeah. You know. Freddy's way worse than these other guys. Yeah, Fre- Freddy is w- Freddy. Yeah, he's got he's got a weird. And people like to say like, oh well, in the first like he didn't become like a pedophile to like the uh, reboot. But according to the creators, they always wanted to make him one. But the studio they said that was too hot for TV. That wasn't. Yeah, they didn't want it. Was it would have been too much back then. Well, they always. I I thought the originals did it well, where they they Im- clearly they, implied it. They Im- they implied it. Yeah, they clearly they yeah. clearly imply because right? the parents were so ashamed they killed him and they didn't want to tell the cops. Well, yeah, and, and they, but that's sort of like how it happens in small towns, right? Yeah, where it's like where it's like everyone knows about this guy. Yeah, but like, like a, yeah. but like people don't want to talk about what happened. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that's kind of that's kind of realistic. You know? Yeah. What I mean? So it's like it's like <clears throat> it wasn't it didn't have to be spelled out for you. It was obvious. Yeah. You know but what like, I mean? Why do you fuck with that? Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's real. And even bad. like, I'm not saying like, yeah, fuck with, uh, Michael Myers. or I'm not saying like, go to that guy either, but well, yeah, I it's mean, it's weird. I mean, I, I mean, I get the, a lot of people like going. that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I like the movies, but I'm not going to like wear his t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I sort of get like, like I, yeah. I, I hope he dies in the end. Yeah. Well, I think people. I'm not like, I yeah, think like Michael. Michael, <laughs> I think kill the, kill that bitch. Go down. Yeah, I think people. I don't know. Like, it depends on the depends on the character, I guess. I mean, some of them are just like you know, like it's like a horror monster. It's like Frankenstein or something like that. Some of you know what I mean? Where it's like yeah, but at least like if you watch the original Frankenstein and Bride of uh, Frankenstein, he well, was yeah. a conflicted guy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I guess he liked to smoke it. cigars and he liked his <laughs> friends. Yeah, you know, he was a conflicted yeah. guy. But yeah, like these people are just murdering psychopaths. Yeah, that, well, that was a particular '80s. I mean, I mean, basically, what happened was they made Halloween the movie with Michael yeah. Myers and John Carpenter is fucking yeah. sick. Hell yeah! The, I mean, don't get me started on John Carpenter's music because I think the guy's fucking. Oh great. yeah, great. Uh, but like. They made that movie, and then basically into the '80s, everyone was like, "How do we copy Halloween?" Mm-hmm. That's literally what they did on the original Friday the Thirteenth. They were like, "How do we make money off of?" Because it's 1980, right? Like not that long after. They're like, "How do we make money off of this Halloween thing?" Ah, we'll just, we'll just, I don't know, just throw some kids at a. Uh, Kevin go. Bacon's gonna be smoking weed and fucking, and he's gonna get an arrow in the throat. Yeah. All right, hey, yeah, cool, 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 cool. You know, and like there were tons of movies like that, but like Friday the Thirteenth yeah. ended up being like. Have you ever seen uh, Sleepaway Camp? No, I, you know I haven't seen that. No, I've I've heard a lot about it, but I've never seen it. You know the twist ending? No. Oh, you don't? No. Just give it to me. I'm not gonna get. I just. I mean, I'll probably watch it, but I'm sure it's kind of like a shit. So twist. it's like basically like this. There's a the first scene is like there's this family. And they're on like a boating trip on some lake or something, mm-hmm. and like the kids are playing a prank on the dad. They tip the boat over, and the dad's like, "Oh, you crazy kids!" And like, there's like the people, there's other people on a boat get distracted, and they kill the dad, and they, it's, and they kill the brother too, and so it flashes forward to this the girl who survived. She's living with. Her uh, crazy eccentric aunt oh, okay. and her cousin, who's a guy, she sends him to this camp, 
and she's like shy and awkward and people start dying in the camp. Mm-hmm. And then, but you find out at the very end of the movie, the girl was at, so when the, the father died, the sister died too. And the aunt raised the boy as a girl. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh my God. So now it's like one of these, yeah. it's a trans panic movie. And then, so at the end she's like holding or he, I don't even know what, they they would identify as yeah but at the end of the movie they're butt naked like holding the severed head of some guy with like a knife and they're like screaming and it's really fucked up and weird what? yeah <laughs> oh i might have to watch yeah. that now it's really bizarre curiosity yeah that 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 there was a cause I'm surprised you haven't seen that movie because it's like well known for... yeah no it's it's one of those ones that <clears> I've heard of but I've never I've never seen because. Uh, there are a lot of them like that where like you hear about them, but like they're actually kind of a pain in the ass to get your hands on and shit. No, this I, is on camp. I think this is, is on common, though. Amazon Prime. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I, At least it was. Yeah, it's, yeah. So that 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 that's one I'm definitely gonna watch. I have a lot of those where I'm like, where I'm like, man, I haven't seen that shit. I gotta watch that, and then yeah. I'll watch something like really dumb, <laughs> like you know, I've watched Miami Connection like like five times. What's that? <laughs> Miami Connection is a movie that they found that um, this Alamo Draft House found. It's a mm-hmm. theater, you know. Yeah. And uh, they, they, I don't, I remember how they found it, but like they found, they found this movie that did get a release, but it was real small release, and it's basically like a Taekwondo movie with like this, where the plot is. I mean, it's hard to describe the plot. Yeah. It's so fucking convoluted. But basically, like, there's this Japanese gang trying to smuggle cocaine into Miami. That's what's up. Yeah. It's it's actually, like, it's funny because it sort of reads, like... Miami like, Vice? A little bit. It's it's kind of like um, Lethal Weapon, almost. Oh, okay. But, like, instead of there being two main characters, there's, like, a, like a, like a Taekwondo school of dudes. And so, it's it's very, like... It's very earnest and like they're it's like it's not like they're making it as a joke. It's very earnest and like they're trying to act, but they're all really bad. Mm-hmm. And there's all these weird little things that keep happening and the action is kind of like it's just barely like seems like they're doing it right, but it's also like really poorly choreographed and really bad. Yeah. It's very funny. <clears throat> and part of the movie centers around a rock band that a rock band that's also like part of the Taekwondo group, so it's like a karate, rock, rock and roll, band. drug yeah. infused. Yeah, but it's but it's all like very like it's all very like like not silly, but like very naive. It's not like it's campy. Not like, yeah, and it's it's and so the big thing about that movie that that always kind of blows people away is like this whole movie has been like the whole movie up until like pretty close to the end. It's like, you know, like a pretty standard, like, karate-style movie where they're, you know, they're kicking and fighting and, you know, beating up the bad guys. And then at the end, these fucking ninjas come with katanas, and the main characters just start fucking butchering people. There's blood everywhere wow. and shit. It comes out of no... It comes totally out of left field, and you're just like, what the hell? What happened to this movie? And they they slice everyone up. It's, it, it's a bloodbath at the end of the movie. And then... At the like one of the final like see, one of the final things you see is it comes up to like a dark screen and that says 
only through the elimination of violence can we truly be free. It's like, you just spent the last part of the movie butchering people with swords. <laughs> That's sick. It's, it, Miami Connection is, is really weird. It's Where's really that funny. available? I think it might be on Amazon Prime now. Okay. I, I had, I, I bought like a, I bought like a digital copy from, uh, from Alamo Draft House when it, you know, when I couldn't get it on Amazon Prime. And uh, so I, I have that, but I don't. Um, I think it's on Amazon. I'm gonna now. have to check to see that. Miami I've been on a big uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer run Ooh. right now. I'm going through. Yeah. You know, the second. Well, I made it to the fifth season the first time, like five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. But I kind of forgot a lot of it. Yeah. You know. So well, I was pretty yeah. drunk when I would watch it. It was like my <laughs> drunk show. Oh right, right. You know, you got your drunk drunk shows oh yeah, yeah but i've been watching it sober so yeah see, I, I, i'm on I season that, five it's yeah we i think there's a, i think there's shows that like actually do sort of really benefit from rewatching. i mean obviously you're a big fan of the wire oh hell which, yeah which hugely benefits from, yeah which you know because i've started watching a little bit of it and it's like is this you your first time you yeah it's and, always awkward your first time <laughs> yeah well, it's one of those shows. It's it's like you just can't get everything in the first shot. You know, rest in peace, Michael K. Williams, who played Omar Little. Yeah, what what a what a that's terrible. So, what season are you on? One. Okay, what episode are you on? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to check. But like, can you <laughs> say like what's going on? Uh, I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank because I'm on the spot. But you know, oh, okay, you know, but um, have they established the wire yet? Uh, Has Omar robbed the stash house? Uh, no, not oh, yet. Oh, okay. Sorry, but, I didn't want to. Uh, it's fine. Me. I mean, I know things are gonna happen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But like that's the same thing. Like I, I when I was watching Breaking Bad, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I would watch. You know, it's like you, you, you feel like you get things more out of watch, watching it again. Oh yeah. Almost knowing where things are gonna go. It's especially with well-written shows. And yeah. I think Buff, I, you know, even though it's not the same kind of thing, I mean, you know, good shows like Buffy or, yeah. or others. That, you know, even though some, the creator, Joss Whedon, we don't fuck with him. He's a scumbag. Yeah, man. That, that but sucks because he made so many Buffy's cool still things. sick, yeah. Yeah, it's like, he's like, people like, you know, you like Buffy and like Firefly is still like this cult yeah. phenomenon. You know what I mean? And it's like, God damn, why? It's like, yeah. you know. It, it, it's such a deep show. Yeah. It's so well written, and it's just like they get into like the mythology of it, and mm-hmm. it's just like even back then, it's just a strong female lead, and yep. she's not she's conflicted too. She gets angsty, she has problems, you know. She's yeah. it's a fully developed character, and even like the yeah. character of Spike, I think is great. Mm-hmm. You know, he's this evil demon vampire, but you see the development of his character through the series, and yeah. he becomes like an anti-hero. I think it's. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like it a yeah. lot. And um, Angel is uh, dreamy. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm going to watch the spinoff after I'm through with this. Yeah. David Borneas. Yeah. 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 David Bo- David Boreanis. Oh, is that what it yeah. is? Oh, well, sorry, Dave. I fucked yeah. up your name. <laughs> yeah. I watched him on... Uh, Bones? Bones. Yeah. I watched Bones... And then uh, because he because he boned her boned that chick right <laughs> yeah well that's that was always the and that's when everyone like as soon as they boned everyone stopped uh, watching it yeah well you know what's funny a show that that happened on but they turned course Seinfeld 
there's the season the season finale of I think season three. There's that's when Jerry and Elaine slam. Yeah, they like. I think basically they thought people wanted that to happen, mm-hmm. and so they, and so they they did it at the end of I think season three, and then like people people the people weren't like people were like why, and so they they just they just like at the Actually, at the like, start of season four they, yeah well no at the start of season four they're just like eh we're we're not doing that anymore. yeah. And it's like, you know, and and it's it's fun. You know, you can do that with a comedy show where you can just be like, ah, fuck it, that's that's over. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, you're right. It's like the sexual tension. Yeah, and I think sometimes if you set yourself up for like, sometimes I think they set themselves up for failure when you you kind of have that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or it's like if the center of the show is like some sort of romantic tension between a, a yeah. you know a male and female lead did it's like you know it's inevitably going to lead there but then once you do it it's over you know did olivia benson and elliot stabler ever slam i don't know all the suv heads out there <laughs> i don't i don't know law and order the suv uh <laughs> from the sopranos i don't know if you guys get, get that uh, reference but no i no uh, I, I i haven't is that is do they, does he say that? In the yeah, Sopranos? they're trying. So basic. I don't know if you have you seen The Sopranos. Not every episode, but I've seen a lot. So of them. like in the later seasons, uh, Christopher Moltisanti fancies himself as a movie producer. Yeah. And they're trying to pitch a movie idea to Sir Ben uh, Kingsley, and they're they're trying to like pitch it to him, and he's like, Yeah, we got a great guy writing the script. He he did Nash Bridges, Law and Order, the SUV. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so man. yeah, that, that's where that comes from. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I, I, I haven't seen all the. That's one of those things, man. I, I have to watch. I got shows. the uh, divids if you want to borrow them. Oh yeah, yeah. But that and they got the sick. prequel movie coming out. It looks kind of stupid. Yeah. Many Saints of Newark. I know a lot of like um, is Soprano heads have like pointed out all the plot holes about like Tony's age. Like his age yeah. is wrong in the movie, and it's not, and it's I don't know. Yeah, but, because in the show you get a lot of flashbacks of his childhood. Yeah, I'm gonna go see it, but it, it's probably gonna suck. Yeah, because so that, like the flashbacks in the show that like are around that time, he was like a little kid. He wasn't like a teenager. Yeah, he he's you see him like this is like 1967 or something. Like he wouldn't have, he would have been like a little kid if you're going by like the timeline of the show, right? He would have been like a little kid. He wouldn't have been like a teenager. Huh. Yeah. That's fascinating. I, and there's I, other plot plot holes that people have uncovered. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, when I saw it, I thought, I'm like, okay. You know what's you know what's interesting? You you could make you could just they could just make new Sopranos episodes and this like I mean, they could just confirm that Tony died. Yeah, you wouldn't have to be in the movie, you know, yeah. or, or, or in the show, or anything. Yeah, like that. I have theories about that too because I think David Chase, who created the series, yeah. he always wanted to like make it big in film. Like he wanted mm-hmm. like TV wasn't you know he wanted a big film, and I think they were gonna do a Sopranos movie at some point. Oh, I'm sure. And I think that's why they ended it on like a cliffhanger, and then James Gandolfini died. And then they're like, "Oh fuck! Oh, like, yeah, we can't that, do anything that anymore." Because he was the whole show. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think because that mo- that that show has you know one of the most infamous endings in in, yeah. in, in TV. Don't stay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was. It's like 
the ending is perfect for that show though like with what's going yeah. on yeah you know what i mean like he's lived his life as a gangster the whole time i mean literally almost. yeah and there's like i've looked up like fan theories and stuff and there's like a lot of hints in ah. it, in the scene and like yeah. in the final season and everything like there's there's a part like he's with his uh, brother-in-law and they're uh, fishing and they're talking about like death and stuff and his uh brother-in-law is talking like you probably don't even hear hear the shot everything goes black yeah you know stuff like yeah. that yeah i mean i and he I, and he's been like his life up to that point in the show there was been two assassination attempts on his life yeah and yep. so his daughter Meadow, when she's meeting them at the diner, it takes her three tries to Parallel Park. Oh, right. So the theory is that oh, the third time's a charm. They're gonna get him the third time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I think that I think that there's, I think that there's possibly that kind of stuff. But the way I read it was like it doesn't. I don't think the point was is is he killed or is he not. It's just like no matter what, that threat is always gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Like he can't escape. He can he can he can say he's out, you know. But they always pull him back in. Yeah. No, no. But like, no. But he wasn't trying to. He wasn't trying to uh, get out at the end. Well, I know. Yeah. But like, but like, I think like, I think the idea of the ending is just like he's he's always going to have that fear of death, and nothing will ever. He's never gonna have a normal life like he like any like anyone ever could. Yeah. He's always gonna be, he's always gonna be Tony Soprano. He's always gonna be who he is, and so it's like, oh, did he die or did he not die? It's like, well, you know, he's he's going to live with that on his shoulder no matter what. Am I gonna die in here or am I not gonna die in here? You know. So I think I think it's like it doesn't. It's not it's not supposed to be like yes he died or yes he didn't. It's just like that fear is his life regardless. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still like, I still think that he died. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, sure. I but mean, if but like... if he did die, he died eating the best onion rings in the state. <laughs> Damn it. Because I remember, I, I remember, you know, because you, you see a couple of guys come in and it like they look kind of suspect. Well, there's there's a guy they call him a mem- members only guy because he's wearing a yeah. he's wearing like a a members only m- jacket. Which and there's a there's a episode called members only. Mm. And like they make references to members only uh, jackets a lot in the show, yeah. And so he goes, he kind of looks sketchy. He goes up to the counter, he's kind of looking around. Then he goes to the bathroom, yes. And Tony's looking at him. Mm-hmm. And then there's a scene where he's coming out of the bathroom, and Tony looks up, yeah. And then it goes black. So the yep. theory is, is that the members that only guy him. killed him, yeah. Went to the bathroom, which yeah. is interesting because Godfather, yeah, the Godfather, which, he, he he had the gun in the bathroom. Yeah, and his son on the show. There's a scene where he references the Godfather. Oh, Dad, your favorite scene is when he goes into the bathroom to get the gun and he shoots the cop. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing, yeah. another yeah homage. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like like the way I the way I sort of see it is like he sees symbolism and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. He sees the kind of like mafia symbolism in 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 all the things that are happening you know all the things that are happening mm-hmm. he's in a diner he's watching a guy come in he's keeping an eye on him he goes in the bathroom he comes out and it's like you know whether or not i mean i think there is like you said there's a lot of indication that he does get shot mm-hmm. but like if he specifically does get shot he's also but there's there's also like 
so much of his life is kind of centered around like how he views like almost entertainment and film culture too. He's always talking about how he wants. He's like, why can't everyone be like Gary Cooper? Yeah, you know what I mean. He's always he's 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 always viewed the world through that kind of lens. So when people come in and he's he's almost interpreting everything through like The Godfather or some sort of movie lens where it's like. Yeah. Oh, but this even guy's coming in to kill even me. that is just like a projection that he gives out to the world because yeah. like behind behind closed doors when he's talking to his uh, therapist, you know, he even says like one of the one of my favorite lines of what he says in that season is he says all my choices were wrong. Yeah, like you know, mm-hmm. so he projects that tough guy thing, but he's just like a. He's just like a loser like the rest of us. Yeah. You know, he's an insecure bully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 you know, there's a lot of scenes that really push that home, especially, like, the insecure bully thing with the mm-hmm. with the Robert Patrick, uh, the guy who owns a sports store. T-1000? Yeah, T-1000. Yeah, where he just, like, he's like, I ain't the kid in school anymore, and he beats the shit out of him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I think, I think there's... There's a lot to be said about, like, a lot of that shit you were talking about, you only notice on rewatch. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? When you see, it's like, oh, the guy comes in. You just, in your mind, you're just like, okay, the guy comes in. He goes to the shitter. Tony's eating onion rings. What the fuck? You know what I mean? It's like, well, it's like, a lot of people thought that their TV uh, blacked out. Or, like, they really? lost, like, reception when they were, uh, when they were uh, watching it live. They thought that the signal died? Yeah, because it just went black. Yeah. You know? And so they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, that's, it's, it's, yeah. And I mean, there's a lot of shows like that where you can, you can go back and just dig through and it's like, man, I hardly even noticed this like stupid ass little thing that makes me view the whole fucking show or movie. You know what I mean? Totally differently. Like knowing, like people have said this before, it's not unknown, but like when you know that Bruce Willis is dead and you rewatch the sixth sense. What a twist. (laughs) Yeah. That's a, that, that, I mean, you know, in hindsight, it's sort of like. It, it feels like a gimmick, but at the time, you know, when you didn't know, yeah. it was actually pretty kind of cool. What a twist! <laughs> yeah, I mean, he. he I fuck with bit. a lot of that dude's uh, flicks, though. I'm not. Yeah. Oh yeah, Shyamalan. I I thought Signs was good. I thought The Village was good. Yeah. But with Signs, so you're a bunch of aliens. You're allergic to water, but you go Why to a planet that's covered in water. <laughs> yeah. But. It wasn't yeah. about the aliens, bro. It was about Mel Gibson trying to find his faith again after his wife died. Oh, That's yeah. what it was really about. <laughs> well, yeah, aliens did that, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like it's like I, I I I one thing I really appreciate about him, and I appreciate about a lot of like whenever I like something that's arts and entertainment related, is like I like that he at least tries to go for something like a twist or like some sort of like what a you know, twist yeah. yeah i mean obviously it kind of became like a, a joke after a while yeah there's a really famous robot uh, chicken i don't know if you've ever seen that yeah, yeah. what a twist <laughs> yeah yeah but i at least appreciate the attempt to have like stories that have like some element that makes you view the whole movie better mm-hmm. like like i said like you can watch the village and then now that you're like oh it's like holy shit now that you now that you know what the twist that is that movie was lit i don't know why people yeah. didn't like that yeah I, I definitely don't think it was i mean i think he i think because he got so like he released some really bad ones later like the happening with with marky mark more like the crappening yeah exactly like uh, that, that was when movie. the plants are gonna kill people 
They yeah. like let out like a toxic gas or something. Yeah, all the plants in the world let out. It was supposed to be about like uh, global warming. Yeah, and like I, I said, like I I appreciate the sentiment and I appreciate the effort and the thought, but like man, that was a dumb fucking yeah. movie. It's like it's like when you when you realize the twist of that, you're like, that that's yeah really dumb. And then you put Marky Mark in it, who I don't fuck with. Yeah, he's. He plays the same person in every movie he's, he's in. He's a terrible actor. Yeah. I've never seen him where I'm like, oh, good job. He's just like an obnoxious bully in everything that he's in. Yeah. And he's like, it's like, oh, what are you going to play this time? Uh, Boston Dickhead? Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? It's like same shit every fucking time. And he, you know, like, I, I, like I said, like, I like M. Night Shyamalan for what he tries to do, but, like, yeah, when he does, when he fails, it just means he's going to fail big time. Yeah. Like, like, all right, it's this beach, and, like, you get really old on the beach. <laughs> I heard that movie's pretty good. Yeah, I haven't seen it, actually. I heard people say it was pretty good, which, you know. What's it, it's called Old or something, or Beach? I think I it's just know. called Old. Yeah. Old Beach? Old Beach. The beach yeah. that makes you old. Old Beach. No, the Old Beach is where uh, it's a nudist colony. You oh, know, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, uh, and you know, he, he has some pretty, he, he always tries to put some interesting yeah. message or anything, you know, like I said, like when you see, um, when you see, when you rewatch the sixth sense, you get like, you're like, Oh, holy shit. He's been dead the whole time. Yeah. And the and mom you know, was feeding that kid, uh, Drano. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that was Misha Barton from the OC. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And it, that, that that was interesting because it had a sort of like I think he likes David Lynch like I think he I think M. Night Shyamalan was like because especially in the happening there were like scenes where you were like what the fuck like there's this there's the hot dog guy do you remember that dude I've never seen the crappening okay there's this weird ass scene where like it's an apocalypse movie right so Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel and their oh, child. Nice. Yeah, she's she's beautiful in the movie. But uh, they're like they're like running away from the plants or whatever the fuck, yeah. <laughs> you know. And uh, and they like meet up with this like these like weird like almost like preppers like doomsday prepper yeah. people, and like they have like a greenhouse or some shit. And like he comes in and he's like he's like really odd and he's like. Do you guys want some hot dogs? <laughs> I don't know why people complain about hot dogs. They're good for you. You know, it's like, yeah. what, is, what is this? You hey, know? Coop, we got a crazy case here. There's some plants that are going to kill everyone. We need you down here, Coop. <laughs> yeah, it, it really, it sort of did. Like, that scene in particular was like, sort of like Twin Peaks, where it was like, yeah. why is this bizarre shit happening? And then there's yeah. this, like, weird, friendly. We're going to have a really dude. tall guy and a really short guy. Yeah, and we're gonna he talk. Is, he's tall. In the backwards movie. yeah yeah so i think I, I i mean i mean you know no hate no hate for being influenced by david lynch yeah. but it was like but it really did read like some sort of like weird like david lynch fan i film. fuck with uh david lynch but he does I, he's putting shit in there just to fuck fuck with people oh yeah i like that yeah. I, I i i i sort of like I sort of like when movies have like an element where they're just like fucking with the audience. like stupid just dumb shit yeah but like i like it when it's just like I almost like it when a not when like they'll be like <laughs> like just be like fuck you to the audience yeah. just for like just for the hell of it 
You know what I mean? Like, uh, you ever watch Gremlins 2, the new batch? I've never seen any of those. They, really? They look too scaly for me as a kid, but I would watch them now. <laughs> you should. Wasn't uh, Phoebe Cates in one? I don't know. Which, who's Phoebe Cates? I don't remember She was in is. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, okay. Maybe I, she's I, not. I don't know. I, 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 I can't remember her name specifically, so I wouldn't be able to tell you. But um, I think you'd like the first one. And the second one... One Leo's of them, in one it. Of, well, one of, well, one of the main characters. No, that's in, that's in three. Oh, okay. The second one, there. Um, let's we um, watch this fucking transition right back around. The second one, one of the main characters is basically a direct like inf- like a direct reference to Donald Trump. Really? Yeah. Uh, he's he's although they they he's sort of like Donald Trump and sort of like Ted Turner, but like he's 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 fucking Donald Trump. And at one point in a deleted scene where like the Trump Tower analog yeah. is on fire, um, the 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 security system is like it's like it's like people talking rather than like just like beep beep beep. Yeah. And uh, it's like two people talking, and it's like I think Mister Whatever would be a great president. Oh what? Yeah, for real. So I was like, it's it's really fucking weird. What a twist! <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like I mean, this is people act like that's crazy, but he—I think I believe he did try to run for president. Like he had some weird, like an '88. Yeah, he's—he's always flirted with it when he wanted publicity. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. When he was trying to, yeah, and then he somehow actually made it this time. But I like to see our episode is a plot twist because we were going to talk about Joe uh, Munchkin and. Sleepy Joe, we had this whole thing lined up, like the Battle of the Joes, and like my name's Joe, allegedly. And like we just ended up talking about like flicks. Hey, you know what? I think that's the beauty of our show. We we start on we start here. You know what? Let's we just we just kinda let it go. Yeah. And then it comes right it comes around. Maybe we always around. we always tie it tie it back. Yeah, tie it in a neat little bow. Donald I, I don't even remember the character's name, but some dude, yeah. some Donald Trump analog in Gremlins Two: The New Batch. I'm gonna have to watch that. Yeah, Gremlins One is a is like a solid '80s like, uh, it's like it's like a solid '80s like, like weird creature. science type stuff. Yeah, where it's like yeah. it's it's like it, funny it's, and fun. Yeah, it's yeah. a horror fu- comedy. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like it's like fun, and uh, it's very well done. Good movie. And then the next the, Gremlins Two is like batshit crazy still really fun but it's just like it's just like they took everything that gremlins was and just made it they just like just like blew it up and made it fucking crazy so gremlins 2 is also pretty good both good recommendations all right i'm gonna have to check check that out yeah yeah so maybe next maybe next time we get together we'll have some new recommends the (laughs) next episode we are officially the gremlins podcast now we're talking about everything Gremlins. Well, the director already has a podcast. Joe Dante has a podcast where he talks. Oh, he did that. He 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 did the Howling, which I think is a great movie. Yes, yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, that movie's sick. That is really. That's one of those movies again where it's like low budget. They didn't have a huge budget, but like just because they knew how to make a fucking movie, it's awesome. And it's just like it seems like they're like, all right, we got to put some Vaseline on the lens. (laughs) Like it looks like the movie looks uh, greasy. Yeah, it's greasy looking. Oh yeah, yeah. That that well. That the Howling Two is greasy in a different way, or it's what? Like, yeah, the Howling Two is kind of like a, uh, 
sexually charged, we'll say. That's I hot. Believe, I believe Sybil I mean, Jennings in that one. I mean, like, the first one's pretty sexually charged as well. Yeah. The, uh, the howling There's like a werewolf lady who's, yeah. I mean, she could turn me any day. I would turn yeah. into a werewolf for her. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. She's hot. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to survive after having intercourse. Oh, yeah. So. No, I'm saying turn me into one. Oh, okay. Be, yeah. be with her. I'll join your, or am I, even if you kill me. I mean, that nut might be worth it. <laughs> I, it better be. I'm willing, eaten by a werewolf. I'm willing to find out. Yeah, the old praying mantis technique. Just listen, I'll, we can have sex, but you can kill me. After. You got to chop my head off afterwards. <laughs> yeah, eat my insides. Oh. That's hot. <laughs> well, on that note, I think we got to wrap it up because yeah, uh, that's good shit. There is a storm coming, and I got to be a rider on the storm. Hell yeah. There is a storm coming, and it's solidarity unlimited that's right (laughs) one day a real rain will wash the scum off these streets (laughs) all right well all right y'all peace